When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, like Holly said, it is a dicey one out on the roads right now. So if you're driving, be safe. Turn your lights on and don't worry. Lori is here and we've got a special guest to hang out with you guys for the next three hours and get you guys home safe. So let's have a little fun. It's Brittany, which... And here she's coming in the building right now. We're playing her song, Brittany. Brittany has probably been driving for hours to get here. (laughs) She has been. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? This is, uh, yeah, this is going to be one of those weather days for the people who are working day two of, some people call it, well, Holly calls it the in-between. I've heard some people call it slug week. I'm going to go back to an old description it's taint week. It's the holiday taint week. <laughs> taint Christmas and a taint New Year's. Okay? <laughs> it's the best. It's the holiday taint. I'm going with that one, too. I like that. Don't you think so? <laughs> it's totally right up our alley, it's for like, sure. It's I'm like, so scared what was said before here. I oh, just that, what the... this week is. Holly oh, calls yeah. it the in-between. Some people call it slug week. Because really, like this is the... It's the single strangest time of the year because it's a week of suspended animation. Yes. Waiting for the calendar page to turn the holiday taint. It fits because it, 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 it taints the bud. It, you know what I mean? That we old description of what the taint is. Yes, it's the in-between. Yes, and yes. Yes, and in the Middle Ages, you know, Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas <laughs> yes. started Christmas Day and went till January 6th. Now... The ho- the holiday center of gravity was shifted to children, and the gifts they open on the morning of the twenty fifth. So I don't know if we can call something a taint and then refer to children, but well, I'm here it's for the it. holiday taint. Okay, that's what this week is. I know, I know is. it is. And this like is it. the week, and I appreciate it, Brittany, because you're done with school. You're not great with child yet, but you're, you know, you have you said it a couple times. You're yes. having a baby. I'm having a baby. I've got so, you know, it's so cool. I got so many messages from my talk listeners after yeah. yesterday. And I just, it's so, your listeners are wild. They like, are lovely. And this is a week you could be spending with everybody else in the holiday time on the couch, watching whatever happens to come on TV, maybe getting us some strange depth oh. of knowledge from documentaries, making soup. There's nowhere organizing a room somewhere. There's literally nobody I'd rather be in the taint with than you, Lori. Ever. Very, very and good. I know what you're thinking. I'm that you guys saw me yesterday and you saw me today and you're like, oh my God, she looks so fit today. Let me tell you guys. This morning at nine AM, I went to Aqua Aerobics. Oh, you did. And had the time of my life. Oh my gosh. Well, at the Y or where? It was the Eden Prairie Community Center. Uh-huh. Shout out. Um a lot of um, 
I would have to say I was a bit uh, the younger one on the. Um, I was going to say that seems like a silver sneakers <laughs> it, program. It was, and I that was my intention. I wanted to do something that I was a little nervous about working out and to get back in the mix of things while being pregnant. And the loss of gravity, I felt like myself again. Like yeah. I was like moving, grooving. And I bet I, it felt, feels great. It felt amazing. And the only rea- like the only thing that sucked is when I had to slowly walk out of the steps, and then gravity set back in. Right. And it felt like, oh yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot mm-hmm. I have a human body. Well, I think that's why a lot of people do like the the pool. I know my I have an uncle who's got like just terrible knees and yeah. backs, but he does not miss his three days a week at the Y in the pool because. It feels he can move and he, it feels good. And you guys, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I would have to say prior to getting pregnant, I'm a big time runner. I like working out. Um, you never I, considered the pool? No, it wasn't that. I was the worst one there by tenfold. <laughs> yeah. Like they were good and uh-huh. they had their cardio up. And I was like, how are they kicking so fast in water? Like we were doing these high kicks and they did a jitterbug. Oh, my word. I was like, how are they doing this so fast? I was like literally sucking out of my water bottle, leaning over the side of the pool <laughs> like a half beached whale. And they were like. Come on, you! And I'm like, no, just give me a second. Just let me breathe. Eat it. Yeah. Listen. Turn your head for a minute. Don't look at me. Don't make any eye contact. Don't, look, Don't look at me right now. Real warm? Oh, it was warm. Okay. It was so lovely. That's nice. Oh, I'm going back for sure. It was so lovely. And it was, and I'll tell you what, no, these uh, women were like elated. They were like, oh, you're pregnant? And I was like, uh, you know, there was just, it was just so dang fun. I, I was, good. I'm going back. Yeah, good. Well, um, that is excellent that you discovered that. I know. Julia would always say that about how great it feels being in the water when you're pregnant. Yeah, it just was a nice little break. And it felt like, and then after I was done, I went to the deep end and kind of like, you know, swam around a little. Yeah. And again, it just felt, it, you I, lately I've been feeling, and I'm so thankful. It took us a long time to get pregnant. And so I'm very thankful to be pregnant. But my body hasn't been feeling like me lately because it just kind of feels off center. And I feel like I could slip at any moment. You're I just growing a baby. I'm growing. There's a human growing mm-hmm. inside of me. Mm-hmm. There's an alien in there. And I, uh, it felt really good to feel like my spine, it was my yeah. body again. Yeah, you know, I, I was doing underwater and, you know, diving and stuff and, um, it was just so dang fun. And I I know everybody talks about my cousin being Katie Ledecky, but I think she'd honestly be very proud of me today. <laughs> For your swimming. <laughs> For my aqua aerobics. <laughs> I kept being like, oh, I'll beat everybody. And then I was like, nope. Halfway through, I was like, yeah, this isn't it. Well, I mean, I didn't really do one darn thing today, I have to say. Oh, I yeah. was pretending I was on Taint Week. I... <laughs> watched an episode of The Witcher this morning. Are you almost done? I watched five episodes. I think there's eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. I love I just love it. I love how Henry Cavill grunts as The Witcher. I just can't get enough of his grunting. <laughs> I think my I'm annoying my loved ones because every time I watch it, I ha- can't like I have to echo the grunt. He'll go, huh? And I'll go, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's just the best grunt. And so good. That made made um Got my, I took a ham bone from my uh, dad's house. And, uh, and so I'm making soup. So As that felt does, like yeah. a taint week kind that, of a thing. Yes. And then finally at 11, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go to work. I'm not, I'm, oh, yeah. I know it's uh, the in between holiday taint work, but you know, it is still, 
The year isn't technically over, even though everything is like in suspended animation. It's like the last half hour of the Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> it goes on. And You're like, on. I keep, I've been telling everyone Happy New Year for the past like five days, and I think I've been throwing them off because I keep thinking, is tomorrow New Year's? Nope. When is New Year's? Nope. What? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's right around the corner, and we got a couple more days. Yes, we do. It is only December 28th today. I'm ready for this year to be done. Are so. you ready? Okay, I have one thing. If you're looking for one good thing that you could do uh, for all of mankind, mm-hmm. um, the blood banks are really desperate yeah. for blood. The blood banks in the United States, they usually have like on reserve three days worth of blood. They've never been so low. It's a day, a day's worth of blood. And um, so if you have the ability to donate blood to Memorial Blood Drive or the Red Cross, I just say like maybe if you are off this week and you're in the taint week and you're feeling sluggish and you'd like to do something, maybe look into donating blood because they really are. They're they're desperate for it. And it's actually kind of lovely. Uh, they have, you know, all the headphones and you can watch all the different things. And you can't, I, I've put my phone down and you kind of have to be in the moment. And so, I don't know, I, I think giving blood, there's something about it is kind of like a weird meditation-esque because you can't really do anything else. Right, right. So I just thought I had read that in, Good um, shout out. in the Star Tribune that they talked about the Red Cross and North Memorial or the Memorial Blood Bank. And they're just like, yeah, we really need people to get out because a lot of times it's older people that are your blood donators. And then with the COVID and people yeah. are getting nervous. So they've just seen a real big drop in mm. people donating blood. So that, that's just my... Uh, my shout out today. And also Dame Maggie Smith is 87 today. And I watched a Christmas movie that came out like a Thanksgiving week that she's in. And it's called a boy called Christmas. Mm. And if you're still watching a holiday movie, it is fabulous. It's so, so good. Kind of like in the vein of a princess bride when what's his name is storytelling Mm -hmm. to Fred Savage. That story. Smith is telling this story about a boy called Christmas to oh, these three kids. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Buddy, thanks for hanging out with us. I've just tweeted the gang. I tweeted uh, Jason and Holly and Bradley, the other people, and Rocco, who are here for this in-between slug week. I said, let's should we just resume calling this the holiday taint? We, we'll get them to weigh in on it. I know Jason's got other things on his mind. His, the uh, Good night. The tomorrow night, or the tomorrow, opening yeah. of Lush, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he uh, t- tweeted out a photo of a great selfie spot they have with this, like, violet kind of wall, and then in pink lights, it says babe. Babes, or babe, babe. yeah, yeah that's really good. cool. So I'm excited for him. And um, Okay, so here's the deal. So Madonna, um, she's, you know, doing an art flex, as Holly referenced in the top of the hour. She owns a Frida... Kahlo painting called My Birth. And apparently um, she's used it, you know, as a reason to, you know, do some poses, mm-hmm. uh, lifting her underwear, uh, flashing us her, her thongs and, and fishnet. And, you know, just she's an exhibitionist. She's just it's a really a great humble brag about owning a piece of art. You know, I, it's definitely going the extra mile. Going I, the extra mile. I think it's funny that... Um, she pretends like she would need a reason to flash us when yes. like we got to saw her under the bed booty 
before Christmas that I honestly was one of my favorite. She did a book called Sex in 1992. I know. You know, wow, that was really something. So anyway, Madonna's been doing this kind of stuff for a long time, but she uh, called out and I I was like, oh, wow, you know. uh, So do you guys know who um, Tory Lanez is? Mm Mm-mm. So he's the guy who he's going to trial for allegedly shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot mm-hmm. at a party. Yeah, I now I know who you're talking. You know about. what I'm talking about. Yes, and um, I always thought his name was Troy Lanez, but it's, I guess it's uh, Tori. Anyway, he's got a new um, album coming out, and he's uh, it's kind of an '80s inspired album called Alone at Prom, which came out earlier this month. Okay. And he posted a track called Pluto's Last uh, Comet, which is a track off that album. Madonna uh, listened to it, and probably her boyfriend listened to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe recognized the song because, uh, you know, it's a great Madonna song. But she, on his post of, hey, everybody, listen to my song, Alone at or, uh, Pluto's Last Comet, she writes a comment, read your messages for illegal usage of my song, get into the groove, exclamation. So we're going to play Ooh. Grant Scott Pluto's Last Comet. Here we go. That is, what, name that song. That's absolutely, when even you're playing it, I thought, oh, did Grant no, play the wrong song? Play Madonna. It's exactly it. So, yeah, if your ears work as ours do, then you have to admit uh, Madonna's butt is more original than uh, this song. (laughs) And I hope Madonna's getting ready to sue because this is a cut and dry case in all of our opinion, right? Yes, and you know what's really frustrating? Tori, listen here. I know you're listening, Tori. Um, Madonna is so thirsty to be young. If you would have collabed, and I say that in quotation marks, a.k.a. just like said that this is a Madonna Tory mm-hmm. original, she would have been all over that. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's, Great point. He's messing with the wrong woman. I know. And it's like, you you can you could still pop, well, I don't know now, but I do think there's something about her. I mean, when I hear that song, all I want to do is hear her song. A verse from her in that song, right? Yeah. That'd be nice too. Yeah. yeah. Even get her on there, like you said. If you would have, if you would have collabed with her on this, he, whole story over. I know story she would have been like, "Oh yeah, I love your music. I listen to it all the time. I'm young." Yeah, I, she does not approve, and so she let him know. And it really, we do have ears, Madonna, and we are, we are with you. So uh, she basically in that little Instagram um, comment, she basically told, uh, you know, her lawyers are on standby. Yeah, which. You're going to have more than one legal case as your case for shooting Megan the Stallion in the foot goes to trial. I feel like this Canadian rapper, when it comes to lawyering up, has nothing on Madonna. So yeah. we've got trouble. He's messing with the wrong one. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I know. Yeah, I, I guess um I, I guess this I mean he's been getting himself into tons of trouble. Oh. I mean uh a cop took the stand earlier this month in his trial about shooting Megan the Stallion, where he was yelling, dance, biatch, dance, as he was shooting his gun <laughs> at oh her feet. God. Yeah. And then they tried to, like, cover it up, too, at the same time. Like, it was, that's the crazy thing. When that all came out, yes. they tried to cover it up and act as if... Well, I think maybe there was money being just, hey, don't let anything... But th- there was too much... Too much too, evidence. Too, too much many evidence. people saw and too many checks that were trying to be cashed. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it turned into quite the ordeal. Yeah. And, you know, Madonna had to slide into his direct messages to do that. So she was like giving him a chance. She didn't send him a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. Because, I mean, to do that, don't you have to follow each other? To send a, I think so. I think that. No, no, not on Instagram. Not on Instagram. It'll ask you for message requests because I will get a message request from somebody. So it's not like Twitter. Correct. Which is that way. Correct. Okay. Yes. So. Because I was like, yeah, he's probably all excited. And he, <laughs> you know, yeah, so like I, Madonna's going to give him like props for the song new. No, okay. no. And maybe like somebody could give us, you know, a heads up, but I don't know. He's 29 years old. Is 29 old enough to even know that song existed? Because you think somebody well, who mixed that it. That has nothing no, to no, do no, with I it because that. of the fact that how they're making, tr- you know, like he's got a producer, he's yeah. working with somebody, no. they're sampling, they know they're sampling it. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, I wonder how aware he was. I know that no matter that what. Is not, which is irrelevant. No, I right? know it doesn't. But I wonder if, like, this was a surprise to him that this was even a, you know what I mean? I don't I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, when they're putting this stuff together, they're like, it's somebody just was being sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was him, maybe it wasn't, but that's And we, I don't know. we appreciate it here in the in-between that you are sloppy because we needed the taint some news. Week. The, the taint holiday week. taint week. Get, get <laughs> it together. The T dubs. The T dubs. The T dub. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Go-Go's, if you were going to see them New Year's Eve and New Year's Day at the Venetian, mm-hmm. they've canceled their show and mm-hmm. moved it back to February 11 and 12. That's right. So that's the first Vegas uh, cancellation. New Year's Eve cancellation. Wow. Oh. Yeah. All right, listen, we will be back. We're going to talk to Neil Justin about some of the great TV that you probably have and haven't watched. All right, until we get to Neil. It's Tuesday, the most productive day of the week, and we are being joined by Neil Justin, who covers... All things uh, media for the Star Tribune. And Neil, thanks for coming on our program at the single strangest time of the year, the week of in between. Of course, it wouldn't be a holiday season without chatting with you. It really wouldn't. We're calling this. Does the, that sound believable? It, it is. <laughs> We're calling this week, though, the holiday taint. Are you okay with that? That's fine. Is this episode a rerun? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not? Okay. Uh, everything else is in reruns. I just assumed this is a rerun. I know. It is such a weird, strange oh. time. Everything is just sort of like, ugh, you know, on hold. But there are a lot of people at home this week or having a more relaxed week of work yep. or whatever. And it's amazing how much TV there is. And it feels like this is a time when people really get caught up on TV shows. So I know last... Uh, we can. We did put a link up. We we wanted to talk to you about what your best shows of 2021 were. 
Absolutely. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the show that we know we a thousand percent agree on all of us. Uh, Brittany, Grant, myself, Julia, and you hacks. If people haven't watched that show. Yeah, it's uh, it's terrific. There are other critics that, that liked it more than than I did. It just made my top 10. But, uh, you know, a great cast. And uh, I think my only hesitation to put it up higher was there's been so many shows about stand up comedy. Um, but, you know, I guess it's not fair to uh, blame hacks for being maybe a little late to the game. Maybe, maybe that's the only thing you can blame it on. And uh, it, it took a different route into the world by focusing on, shall we say, a middle-aged comic yeah. uh, played wonderfully by by Gene Smart, and uh, you know th- th- they found a different way to to explore that world. And Hannah Eisbinder is just terrific. Um, so yeah, I liked it a lot, and I think if people haven't checked it out yet, I think they'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, that's on uh, HBO Max is where you can see that. Now this show was just. Um, described uh, as the highest rated show that they've ever had on Hulu, and it made your uh, top 10 list, Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, again, um, you know, we've seen thrillers before. This is a, this is a crime thriller whodunit. Uh, but it mainly hinges on the fact that it's Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen their live show or seen them on Saturday Night Live or, or anything else, uh, those two together are just are just brilliant. Uh, they're, it's basically them busting each other up mm-hmm. uh, and they're masters at it. And, uh, you know, I, I guess if there's any surprise, it's uh, that Selena Gomez holds her own. Uh, boy, what a talent she's turned out to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see it coming, but uh, her, uh, her performances as an actor and then her cooking show, I just love. Oh, you do? And, I've sort of had the reverse with her. Um, her TV shows have gotten me interested in her music. And I think she's also a wonderful uh, uh, singer and songwriter. Uh, yeah, and is. I think she sometimes gets forgotten in the Taylor Swift, uh, Demi Lovato, and some of the others who have maybe a slightly higher profile. But she's got something that I think some of those other uh, young musical artists don't have and and that's the ability to act she's a she's a great comic actor yeah yeah i know that it was a really and i love her character mabel what a great name yeah and and i do i i've made i've mentioned this before but her cooking show which she created uh during the uh during the pandemic i think it might have been on my top 10 list last year um it's a hoot, and uh, oh. it's great fun if you're still stuck at home doing cooking. She's a great host, and What's I'm not a big cooking show fan, but I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's so good. What's and it, it on? Do you guys know? Um, I've just seen cli- Like, I'll watch clips of it online, um, but... Um, Is it a Netflix, or... She I made- can't even think what... <sighs> it, yeah, what, what's it on? Is it on HBO Max as well? Um, let me check. But okay, she'll she'll check that out. She'll make you feel so good about your skill sets in the yeah. kitchen too, and she's very funny about it and excitable. She's very funny, yeah. and look- she's got great rapport with the chefs, even though it's done by Zoom. And she's just a delight. Oh, I love it that you're that you've discovered a romance, a TV romance with Selena, because she is so great. We've loved her. 
So it's on HBO yeah, Max. Yeah, it took me a while. Yeah. HBO it's on Max. HBO. Okay, yeah. so you can watch it on HBO Max or HBO yeah. Now. Okay, um, well, uh, talk to us about, because both Grant and I absolutely love this show, and we were delighted that it was number eight on um, your television list, and I don't know how many people saw it. It's on Netflix, but Sweet Tooth. Yeah, Uh Kind of got forgotten, uh, and I'm not sure why. I think maybe the title threw people off. Um, they thought it was something that that it isn't, but it's kind of this charming fairy tale mm-hmm. um, that is kind of a throwback to Wizard of Oz and uh, Pinocchio and so on. It's a little bit darker, um, and it's not a cartoon, uh, but it's just this really charming um a fairy tale uh and i can't wait to see where it goes in future seasons i, I hope this future seasons yeah um, we, but that's too. definitely a show that uh these top 10 lists are good for because um they otherwise get forgotten and uh it's a show when people ask me oh I've watched everything. Well, I bet you haven't watched Sweet Tooth. Yeah, and um, it's true. Like I I've been looking at a lot of different places top a 10 list for TV because at least the one good thing that comes at the end of the year is we do get these lists because you sometimes you feel like you've watched everything or you've explored or seen every documentary if you like music but then you're like wait I didn't even know about this one like the one I didn't know or somehow that I missed was the Ken Burns the Muhammad Ali wow yeah and and what a great time to watch these uh, Ken Burns documentaries he has Two documentaries made my top ten list. Uh, uh, you know the Muhammad Ali and the Ernest Hemingway mm. docs, which came out at different parts, and they're both long and they're both thorough and they're both uh, absolutely addictive. You know, I was uh, like a lot of people, a little skeptical on the Ali project because I thought, well, I know everything about Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. There's been eight thousand books and just as many TV specials about him, but. Uh, Ken Burns has a way of taking even familiar subjects and, and looking at them through, through new eyes. And, uh, he, he certainly did that again, again here, uh, with both of them. Uh, but I, I, with, with Hemingway, it was more of an education, a basic education of him. With Ali, it was things I didn't know and, and putting him in a different light. Like, so, what is one thing you didn't know that you found out? About Muhammad Ali? Mm-hmm. Uh, his birth name was Chuck. No, I. No. Uh, that's not, that's not right. uh, I think to me, I think the thing that sticks out was his relationship with Elijah Muhammad, and and how much more complicated it was mm-hmm. than um, than I thought, um, and uh, how uh, I believe it was Muhammad's son or uh, nephew played such a major role in in Ali's life. Um, one could say manipulated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I found that very fascinating. Uh, there was certainly a lot on his uh, religious conversion and how that affected his life that I thought was was pretty pretty fascinating. Okay, now ta- okay, now talk to us. Oh, about- and also let me just add yeah. uh, before going on. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge boxing fan, mm-hmm. but I always wondered if Ali was more of a great public figure than a great boxer. You know, I always wondered, I asked my boxing fan friend, how good was Ali really in his prime? And this was the first time I really sat down and watched footage from his early fights, you know, before I was old enough to, yeah. for him to register. And he was a terrific boxer. And, um, you know, this is before the Frazier fights and 
um, you know, before the Larry Holmes fights and, and the fights that, that I knew growing up. Um, he was a terrific, smart, uh, uh, athletic boxer that's as good as anybody I've ever seen. And, and watching some of that footage from his early years is really eye-opening. Okay, I can't wait to see that because I, I loved Muhammad Ali. I remember his, you know, like I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. And people were, I just vaguely remember because I was, you know, littler. And I just remember yeah. people going, oh, he's such a bragger or whatever. And I just thought it was like so great that it rhymed and he seemed so cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Ali I knew too, sort yeah. of the personality. Yeah. Um, and, and watching the footage from him just to pure boxer was pretty eye opening for me. Um, and even if, you know, if you don't uh, care about the sport of boxing, I only care a little bit, but I cared enough to be kind of wowed by his talent in the ring. Okay. Okay. So it's Hemingway. Those are Ken Burns on PBS Hem- Hemingway, Muhammad Ali. Give us, uh, give us your go three, two, one. Give us your go that way. Start with number three. Well, uh, number three was Get Back, um, the Beatles documentary. Uh, I, I don't think I enjoyed it the proper way because I had to watch it in the middle of the night uh, to get it in the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to watch all eight hours um, and, and pull an all nighter. Uh, I think it's probably best watched in, in, in smaller doses. Yeah. Um, it, but it, it, you know, even if you know a lot about the Beatles, uh, it shows you how they work together and how any artist puts an album together uh, with such great detail. Peter Jackson, best known for the Lord of the Rings and other epics, did a terrific job of calling together this material. The only downside of it is um, it, it revolves around the album Let It Be, which is probably the Beatles' weakest album. Okay. Um, in my opinion, it, it's still a good album, right? Um, but it's the weakest of their albums. Uh, uh, but still, it, it's not as much about the music as it is about the process. Yeah, and, I, and, I, uh, I anybody seen it yet, music, but, but, uh, but it's terrific. That's what I've heard, and it's fun to see the guys in their like natural studio habitat, if you were. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other uh, number two is uh, uh, Dope Sick on on Hulu, which. Um, has really, uh, more than any other sort of miniseries this year, haunted me. Um, and, and its look at OxyContin and, and how it affected um, this country, it really takes down um, the company behind it in a very effective way. And, and it also sort of uh, reinforced that Michael Keaton is back. Yeah. Uh, I'm such a huge Michael Keaton fan. The whole cast is great. Uh but including Rosaria Dawson, but Keaton, he, he's all the way back, man. Yeah, uh, it's, and I'm on, so it's because... on our list. We're going to watch it because Julia has been raving about it. She just said it was so eye-opening and terrific. And, and the thing about Keaton, and I could go on and on, this is a different performance for him. He's somebody that we kind of think of as a cocky guy from Night Shift. And right. Mr. Mom and Batman, you know, kind of full of himself and, He's very humbled and humbled uh, in this uh, in this series. It's a different performance from him, and uh, he he's terrific. Uh, number one was was number one halfway through. I may be the only critic in the country that even has it on their top ten list. I know I've talked with you guys about it before, and that's a series called Chad on on TBS. Um, this is a, a series with SNL veteran Nassim Pedrad playing a 14-year-old boy. Um, I have done everything I can to um, 
drum up interest in this okay. series. I feel like I failed, okay. although season two is coming. All right. Um, and uh, I hope people catch up with it um, initially. And, and sometimes that just happens. I remember when uh, when I first started doing these top ten lists, there was a freshman show that I put at number one called Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And people said, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, what is this show? Um, and it took a few years for people to catch on. I, I kind of feel like that show didn't really catch on until after it was over. Yeah, you're and right. You're right. Oh, Netflix. Neil, we're going to watch Chad. We promise. And we're going to have you on in the. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. New Year uh, to talk about what's coming up, but it was just great to, you know, get your list and go over some shows so people can add some things that they haven't watched yet to their list. Good. Well, have a great New Year. Um, Glad you checked in, and this might be the best repeat um, (laughs) the show has ever had. It is. They're going to replay it this weekend for sure. Follow Neil. Oh, fantastic. At Neil Justin, or, of course, pick up the Star Tribune. Thanks so much, Neil. Okay. Take care. Thank you, Grant, for playing us a little Britney. Stronger than yesterday. It's so true. Right. Well, I I decided to um, just add a couple of things to Neil's list. Um, just a couple of dramas. Mm-hmm. Mayor of Easttown. So good. We were all watching that show together. I know the whole, it's funny, the whole My Talk family was on Murder Dirter. Everybody <laughs> was watching that. Also, Squid Game. Of course. That was really so it was original. Fun. It was just fun. Right? Did so, you see that story, too, where the, the creator of Squid Game is already talking about season three and four now? Because they've already got two. He's going to be doing two for sure, but he's already talking about doing a three and it four. It took him ten years to get this made. Now Netflix is waving a whole bunch of money. I know. Like, yeah, I've got ideas. <laughs> Doesn't know? that make you a little nervous? Not really. Not really, because this guy's a writer. Yeah. And he's been writing, and he kept pitching and pitching. and Yeah. So you think he did the money? whole thing, and he... So, no, not really. I mean, look at Tyler Sheridan from Yellowstone. He writes and does movie. I mean, you know, sometimes people, they just got an excess of talent. They just got, they just got, you got to open that faucet. And I'd put Bridgerton and my show for all mankind. Oh, yeah. um, Which is on Amazon, the the space movie show with my guy. Uh, Can't think of his name from The Killing. Joel Kinnaman. Okay, okay. Love love him. And then Bridgerton. I'm yeah. sorry, but you know, we some of these shows that you gobble up and you like binge I know. in a week, you kind of forget about. And we forget how obsessed we were. Yeah. Obsessed. Okay, now let's see if you can f- answer. Remember I did a quiz yesterday with you guys? Yeah, I thought I that came was up good. with my the Low J Awards. Mm. And we'll see if you guys will know that I feel I feel very sure that you're gonna pass the Low J Awards. Uh, categories. When I say romance of the year, Brittany, you say Bridgerton. J Lo and Ben Affleck. Thank 
you, Grant. Denver 2.0. Still talking about shows. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Low J Awards. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Benefer 2.0. Nostalgia prayers were answered. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. We all, it was the relationship. I was really happy that this show was so pro-it because I was pro-it, and I know that there's different feelings on different shows. I love it. I love it, too. It, it gave us everything. Too bad Ben had to go and step in it yeah. a couple but, of weeks ago, but it still doesn't matter, but he did step in it. It still and he reminded us yeah. of all the trash talking he did of J-Lo. But like something about that is even more Ben for 2.0, because that is no, Ben. No, but that's me, him. It makes me think he's the same guy. He is the same guy, but like we're going <laughs> to pretend it's okay for all a while. Right, all right. I mean, if this works out, I'll, it'll be awesome. But I mean, I, I yeah, I kind of think it will. I, I, hope. I really hope so. I hope. Okay, breakup of the year belongs to. Well, can we just say Olivia Rodrigo? Even though Grant, who's the breakup of the year? Breakup of the year would have moving right along. Brittany, you're disappointing me two <laughs> times over now. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm gonna have to say breakup of the year would be well. It wasn't even much of oh, one, but Camila Kanye. and Sh- Kim and Kanye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to b- jump on your feet. No, that, I wasn't going to go that route, so I'm glad what you did. What were you going to say? Camila and Shawn Mendes, but that oh. wasn't even a relationship, so. You guys. Okay, mm-hmm. now let's see. I'm trying to tap into your brain so the bad. J, the low J. Okay, how about this I know, one? I know. The first relationship that we love. Kim and, uh, I mean, Kim and Pete Davidson. And? It wasn't the first oh, Meg, uh, uh, MGK and... Uh, no, because they've been together now. They're like just thirsty on a old. regular. Okay. Is it Barker and That's Travis it. Barker? Oh. You know, Brittany, we've talked about it. They were like, so they're so thirsty, but we like them. We, do, we like yeah. them. Okay, but I'm not wrong. About, you and I did love Kim and Pete Davidson. Oh, no, right and we, we still do, but that's like, that's the so best new. bridge relationship. Like, that's mm-hmm. a, yes. I give that the best bridge. You're right, you're right. Because this is really fun, and I feel so heartbroken. I'm disappointing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm really shocked. I thought you knew me better. I, I thought, thought you knew. I did, too. Okay, the award for everyone is is rooting for her, and it was the best movement of 2021. Free Britney. That's right. Britney deserves all the happiness in the world, and anyone who doesn't think so, you're missing heartbeat. You're like the cowardly lion. <laughs> yeah, Where's true. your heart? True. So that's why we played stronger than yesterday because Brittany finally got to speak this year. I know. And that song said a lot about what she what she's going through, what yeah. she believes, what she's got now. I mean, that song being what two thousand nine or yes. something like that can speak a lot. But she for, was under conservatorship, and that's I think she that was her way of talking yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, I mean, the person who gets the award for. Think before you tweet and stay quiet for quite a while is... <laughs> Alec Baldwin. <laughs> well, that is a good one. Second place, there's another person, a lady. Oh. She kept talking. Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy Teigen, for course. sure. Remember, she just wouldn't stop. <sighs> no. What is she? She's promoting something that they're doing now, too. I saw her on like a cereal box or yeah. some recipe thing, and I'm like, take a beat. Yeah, take a beat, Chrissy. Go sit yeah. on the couch for a little bit. Yeah, she got that one. Okay, um, the uh, every every single day heroes continues for the second year in a row. Are every what? They're they're the they're the everyday heroes. Every single day, they're heroes. First second responders? year in a row, first responders. 
every single person who's in the medical front line. Oh, okay. Everyone who yeah. works at a hospital. Yes. Everyone works yeah. at a hospital. Sorry, this two... got serious and I didn't realize yeah. it. I was like, I don't know. I went back Reeves, to Benefer. Because he was cool for <laughs> the last yeah, two I'm years. I'm throwing it around because, you know, I'm just You're trying to, you know, act like our show has more oh, depth yeah, we're than depth. it has. Oh, we're super does. depth. Yep. Okay, uh, breakout musical star of the year, Brittany, without a doubt, was... I was going to say Olivia Rodrigo. That's it, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank Un- God. Unfer- Remember when we played Good For You on that Friday when we heard it? Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, this it's, is so good. We're like, this is it. This is an amazing Because it was album. such a great, after the slow driver's license, and then it was just this banger. And we're just like, oh, we love this girl. Could you go anywhere without hearing driver's license for a while? <laughs> I mean... Um, I believe Julia might have had a breakup during that period of time, and we had to listen to it endlessly. <laughs> I know. And I brought great comfort. Is It will always be remembered as a comfort breakup song in a weird way because people who are broken up really resonated. Good for you. Yeah, it's that's right. Thank you. That's <laughs> my time out. Bye-bye. No, no, don't leave me, please. I'm so bad at <laughs> no, this. No, you're game. doing you're doing that. <laughs> I was like throwing it around out there. You honestly, I like I like the Low J Awards. And the Real Housewives, they gave us everything this oh, year. Yeah. They oh. rebooted in a way. Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, still I bringing mean, it. Bring the heat, bring the fire. The feds, Homeland Security, and NYPD show up on a reality show. This is ripped out of Law & Order straight from the headlines. They wish. They wish they were this creative. Yeah, right. All right, listen, we'll be back.